Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. People before they even <laughs> did anything. You can't compare that man to no Tim Tebow and he ain't did nothing yet. Listen, uh, <laughs> no, I think he has all the intangibles to be a really good quarterback at Ohio State. You know, you think about the big arm that he has. You think about the mobility that he has, the physical running style that he has, the leadership, the experience. You know, it's all good. I think if Ryan Day gets back in the quarterback room, he should be able to make something happen with him. And I think the big, his success this year really is predicated on how that offensive line look. I know they went to the portal, ended up getting the center from uh, Alabama, probably one of Donovan Jackson's coming back. So you got a guard, probably going to take Carson Hensman and move him to guard. So you got three solid spots. Still got to fix those tackles out, but him being 6'5", 240, He'll be able to shake some 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 sacks off and still be able to escape the pocket. So I really like all the intangibles that he has. And a is coming back all of a sudden. All of a sudden he's just like, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> well, yeah, the whole the whole team deciding to come back because yep. I mean the reason being is because you think about when they got here. When they got here, which is four years ago, you know they was playing for a national championship just four years ago. You know Justin Fields had, was going up against Alabama in the championship game. Now they lost that. But Ohio State was a premier program. They was at the top of the top. And since since that championship, we haven't won a game against the team up north. We haven't we haven't really had it. We had that one game against Georgia, but things have been bad. And I think those guys take full responsibility and they don't want to leave the program with it being down. They want to try to get it back to what it was when they first got here. So I think all of them agreed to decide to come back to do that. And I think Ryan Day, they, I think they hear all the, the chatter about Ryan Day being on the hot seat. And I think they have a lot of respect and love for Ryan Day, so they want to try to say, help him save his job this year. All right, let's type this. Let's get to the, let's get to the Cleveland Browns. And, and, and you know, first and foremost, uh, you know, good news. I know he was talking, uh, you know, and chatting back and forth. Uh, and you kind of said this earlier that Denzel Ward was ready to play and was going to play. Um, you know, what does that mean for the Browns to have Denzel Ward available and playing in this game against a, a, a team that, you know, C.J. Stroud is, is definitely a threat uh, when it comes to how he delivers the ball in, in Nico Collins. So what, how much of an impact does Denzel Ward have? Well, I mean, it's huge because, you know, as you, everybody's been talking about it all week, how C.J. Stroud struggles against man-to-man. You want to have your best lockdown corner in there. You know, he can go step for step for Nico Collins. You know, what's made Nico Collins so great is because he's, for some odd reason, he's been getting behind defenders. You know, with Denzel Ward, as fast as he is, you know, he's going to be step for step with them. So you're not worried about that. Obviously, the Browns don't do the thing where they travel. They play their sides. 
So if he has to go to the other side, now you're going up against MJ Emerson, who him and Denzel, I think, has the lowest completion rating or the lowest quarterback rating in the NFL this year when targeted. So those two guys have been playing some high-level football. And with that pass rush coming out to CJ and having them three guys in the in the secondary, you feel very confident going into this game. You know, you know, we, we look at CJ Stroud and and uh, you know, one thing is he, he has been playing um better than a, I mean, I've seen a lot of rookies play in, in years. Uh, how do you differentiate, um, you know, him being a rookie and him actually just being a regular quarterback? Because right now he's playing, I think, over his head. Um, and in this game, he's going against a Browns defense that I think uh, has the ability to, to make any quarterback look pretty bad. What, what are some things that uh, C.J. Stroud, um, you, you could do to C.J. Stroud to kind of get him off his mark? Well, obviously, you know, you don't want things to be easy. You want to be able to disguise some coverage. You know, that's the thing. With the pass rush that you have, you buy your pass rush one extra second to to get there because he's trying to figure out what coverage you're in. Obviously, that's always great. Um, The thing that makes C.J. so straight is because he has great touch on his football. I mean, his ball placement has been phenomenal this season, and he can go through his progressions. So you have to find a way to speed up his clock that he can't go through all his his progressions and hopefully he makes a panic throw. You know, if these guys is playing tight coverage, he'll end up throwing something bad and they'll end up picking it off. But I think our D-line does a really good job of getting their hands up, you know, getting their hands up in there. And Shelby Harris does a really good job of it. So get your hands up, bat the ball down. But I think most importantly, you got to speed his clock up because if you let him go through his progressions, he'll find where he wants who the, the person he's supposed to go to, and he'll get the ball there. And another thing that makes him great is his anticipation on passes is amazing. I mean, he's throwing the ball to some of these receivers before they even out of their break, so he anticipates where the ball where he's supposed to go with the ball, and he gets it there. So you know, go Bucks. <laughs> you always slide that one in. You always find a way to get it in. Like you, you like I, I commend you on the way that you put the, your messaging is immaculate. You're like, listen, I'm going. Listen, he is the ops right now, but I am going to say, go Bucks. You know what it is. We we stick together, man. Um, you know when you look at this. Now, I wanted to ask you a question because a lot of people have been saying this. As a defensive back, um, what is your take on bracketing or doubling guys because sometimes I look at it and, and they say well look the Texans aren't going to let Amari Cooper get 265 um they're going to they're going to double him and take him out of the game how, in, in, in in practice how difficult is that because it sounds good it sounds like oh wow we could just double you up and you out of the game or like but it, in practice how difficult is that to actually have two people follow a guy all the time and still be able to to play good, solid defense against the rest of the, rest of the team? I mean, it's not that difficult. I mean, it's, it's so many different ways that you can you can go about it. You know, it, it very seldomly do teams say, you know what, double him. Wherever he goes, you two go. Like, that's that's not how they do it like that. What they do is, you know, they can. it comes in forms of we can in and out this guy. We can be an inside piece for this guy. We can run cover two to that guy, high low to guy. So it comes in different forms. I think that, you know, and this is where Amari Cooper is, is a great wide receiver. Amari Cooper's going to go into this game knowing good and, good and well that he's going to get doubled. Because <laughs> that's just what it is. Every, every offense, look, every defense looks like, hey, 
Amari Cooper is the guy that Joe Flacco wants to go to. He's obviously done damage against us. We have to make sure that we stop Amari Cooper. So Amari Cooper's going to go into this game, and the, the, he has to figure out how are they doubling me, okay? Once he figures that out, this is where he's great. He finds the way to counter it. He's going to go back to that sideline. He's going to say, hey, Kevin, this is what they're doing. If I do this, this should work. He'll draw it up in the dirt on on the board, and Kevin Stefanski got so much trust in him, he'll say, okay, let's try it. And they'll go out there and try it, and he'll win that route, and that's how he'll become successful with the double team. So Amari Cooper is uh, – is, so to answer your question, it's not difficult, but if you're going up against one of those dudes, it can be because they're very crafty. And like I said, this ain't the first team – this ain't the first time Amari Cooper's going to see a double team. He knows how to defeat double teams. So I think that's where the challenge comes in. How do you adjust off of the adjustment that they made? Talking to Tyvis Powell on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Uh, Tyvis, you know, you look, we, we talk about Amari Cooper on that side and how, what they're going to do with, with, against him. Um, you know, one of the things that, that has not been working pretty much is the running game. I, I thought Jerome Ford did play his best running game. I played one of his best games uh, against the Jets on Christmas mm-hmm. Eve. Uh, and I, th- I thought that he did a really good job of, of catching the ball and running the ball with some vision. But in general, the Browns, you know, run game has not been the elite Browns run game. You know, what are some things that um, going into this game, do you believe that they have to be be conscious of establishing a run or are they going to just be like, look, we'll just run play action, even though we ain't we don't run the ball. We'll just (laughs) run the fake and see how it works. What are are your thoughts on that? Well, they got to give an attempt to run the ball. I mean, you got to go out there and see because. They're going to, like I said, they're going to have a plan. Last game, you shredded them for all of these yards, so they're going to have a plan in the passing attack. Now, you know the Houston Texans, that's their weakness. The pass defense has just not been great. Plus, on top of that, they got a couple of D linemen banged up. I think last time we played him, Will Anderson didn't play, and I think in this game he's pretty limited. So we'll see if he even plays in this game. So that's one of your better pass rushers right there. I think that you have to go out there and run the ball because I think what you did against the Jets shows that, hey, we have the ability to run the ball. I don't really know where the, where the Jets' rush defense ranks, but I did see them doing some pinning and some pulling with the guards, and it's become effective. Jerome Ford is good enough to, to get things done. And if you can find a way to run the ball effectively, it only, and I'm not saying it has to be some explosive run game, but if you can run the ball effectively four or five yards and just get those linebackers to respect Jerome Ford, now the play action is even more deadly. I mean, you don't you obviously Joe Flacco has shown that we can completely abandon the run game and I can still get things done in the air. But just imagine if we can get Jerome Ford respected a little bit in that rushing attack. That means that things are clear up more, and Joe Flacco can easily go other places. He don't have to lock in on Amari Cooper. He can find David Njoku across the middle. He can get Elijah Moore going. Maybe even David Bell. Who knows? But oh. I think that yeah, oh, that, yeah, I'm, that's where I'm at with it today, G. David, <laughs> David Bell touchdown. Call it today. I'm calling, calling it right it? now. Calling it because you know why they don't. Nobody respects him. He's been balling. I ain't gonna say he's been balling. He had two tugs last week. Three on this season which I think is putting him at like second on at the wide receiver position with touchdowns, which is crazy to think about. But Jerome, I mean, but David Bell, they ain't going to cover him. He's going to be wide open again, touchdown. Uh, Do you know, um, do you, when you look at, I guess, Joe Flacco and the way he's been playing, some people say, look, he, that was a nice little story. 
I can't go all the way in on the Browns because I'm waiting for that other shoe to drop on Joe Flacco. Do you believe there's it's only a matter of time before the shoe drop, or do you consistently look at him like he's a like he's playing like a franchise quarterback and he has a better he has just as good a shot as any of these teams to to get to the Super Bowl? What I would say about Joe Flacco is, you know, I have my I have my little doubts, not my doubts, but I have my my worries about yes. him. What I will say is, what I've come to find out is, sometimes when guys get with certain offense coordinators, they flourish, and it's just what it is. It's a match made in heaven. And I think right now Joe Flacco and Kevin Stefanski has become a match made in heaven. I think that Kevin Stefanski understands what Joe can do, and he puts him only in great situations, you know, to be able to go through his progressions and make these plays. So I think that the reason that I'm okay, I think that he won't fail because this is the thing, Joe Flacco has already shown us that he potentially can fail. The Chicago game, he threw three picks and a half. But you know what? He shook it off and came out in the second half and found a way to throw two touchdowns in the second half. It's a tail of two halves. So I think that the reason that I'm okay is because I've already seen him this year struggle but still flip things around and still win that game. Let's me know that Kevin Stefanski is doing an awesome job of making adjustments and figuring out how this defense is scheming them. And Joe Flacco is taking coaching and, and sideline adjustments right to the field and, and executing. So I think with that standpoint, I don't think Joe Flacco is going to fail. And even if he does fail, it, it won't be for the whole game. He'll figure the thing out and get this thing situated before the game ends. So that's my answer on Joe Flacco. I, well, look, I, I like the answer. You know, I've been trying to tell you to get on the Joe Flacco train. I'm glad you are now conducting. <laughs> well, you had all your you had all your people on IG, I mean, on Twitter, tweet me, yeah. and tweet you talking about, is he a believer now? Is he a believer now? And I'm just like, I go out there and point out a couple of uh, facts. I point out nothing but the facts that he did it against a bad defense, and all of a sudden I'm a Joe Flacco hater. It's yeah. unbelievable. I, we, listen, we gave him a Kool-Aid Mafia shirt tied is good to go. He's in the fold now, fellas. You can lay off. We're calling off the dogs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, let, I want to ask you about this a little bit, too. Uh, you got the Dolphins and the, and the Chiefs, right? Is that tonight, mm-hmm. too? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Peacock, make sure you subscribe. Man, man y'all might want to go out here and get that little debit card out. <laughs> get that Peacock. Like, like you know cats be mad about that. I'm not going to pay that $4 for Peacock. I'm not going to do that. I'm like, hey, guys, it's a free trial, bro. You can you can go ahead and get you some of that, man. Um, the game tonight, uh, we got the Dolphins versus the Chiefs. What's your gut feeling on, on that game? Um, obviously, I, I want the Dolphins to win because I, I, I want – some opportunity to get a uh, get a get a home game. What are your thoughts on um, you know th- this game and, and who do you think the Dolphins have a chance to upset the Chiefs? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Everybody has a chance to upset somebody. It's the playoffs. You wouldn't be here if you wouldn't. And the thing is, it's so hard to beat a team twice. You know, when you go up against a team already, you kind of you show your hand on who you are and they kind of already know what to expect from you. So that's that's the thing that the that the Dolphins got going. They went up against the Chiefs earlier this year, and the Chiefs completely destroyed them. Now, the problem with the Dolphins is they're dealing with – their whole defense is decimated with injuries. I don't think they – me and you can go out there and be pass rushers today. That That's that's where they at on the pass rush side. So I think that's the thing that's holding them back. I don't care about the weather, and it's supposed to be really cold and all that. This is football. These guys play professional. These guys played college. They've played in the cold at some point in their life. So I'm not worried about that. But the injuries – See, the thing about the Browns that's made the Browns so special is that they've been able to bounce back. You know, if the injury happens in the game, nobody in the Browns fan base even bats an eye because they've seen it this entire year that the next man up has been really good. Not, not every team can say that, and that's the difference between the Browns and everybody else. You see an injury in a game from another team, their whole game plan goes in the trash. In, with the Browns, they bounce back. I say all that to say – there's too many injuries on the Dolphins. I don't really give them a big chance. Obviously, Patty Mahomes in the playoffs, I know things haven't been looking great, but they still have the playoff experience. They still know what it takes to get to the Super Bowl. So you got to you gotta roll with it until the wheels fall off. Yeah, it's looking kind of bleak for the Dolphins. That Chubb injury hurt them. Uh, I, I I think that the, the loss that they had going down the back stretch last game of the season against the uh, Buffalo Bills hurt them a little bit. I think um, – yeah, it's going to be a uphill battle for the Dolphins going in there. Nasty weather, and we're going to see how that works out too. Really quickly, got about about sixty seconds here. Um, what do you think about the the, uh, the Buffalo Bills and the Pittsburgh Steelers? Uh, I, I think that's even more of a long shot. Some people seem to think that because the Steelers do run the ball, they got a they got a puncher's chance. And that in case you know if, if they do have some weather, what are your thought about that? I mean, the Steelers have been playing well. They've been playing that physical style of football. What they have to do is jo- Josh Allen is going to make mistakes. you got to find a way to capitalize off of those mistakes, and that's the thing. you got to run the ball, take care of the football, and make sure when Josh Allen throws you the ball, you take that and you turn it into points. I think that's the best way to compete against the Bills this year. Hey, Tyvis, man, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming on. And uh, you will be on the postgame, right? Yes, I will. The pregame starts at 2.30 for me. And I'll be on the post game tonight. All right, man, Tyvis, we appreciate you. We'll be listening. Go Browns. Go Browns. Go Bucks. All right, Tyvis Powell on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Uh, we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.